0: Homeward is committed to partnering with parents and equipping you with the resources you need to raise your kids to become responsible adults. And Steadfast Companies, a leading real estate investment company, is proud to partner with Homeward to bring you the following podcast presentation. Some kids are really
1: into thinking about purpose, and some are just thinking about what they're going to do on Friday. And the parents are absolutely focused on this. Why don't you have any good skills? Why do you mean? You know, like nunchuck skills, bow hunting skills, computer hacking skills. But the kids aren't. I mean, how do you move them along the road? I'm Jim Burns. My good friend George Barna recently surveyed several 8- to 12-year-old kids, and one of the questions he asked was this. Do you believe that you'll have a great life when you grow up? You know what? Only 56% of the kids said yes. I don't know about you, but it concerns me when such a large percentage of children, that young, really don't feel like they have much to look forward to when they become adults. Well, that's why we're going to devote this entire edition of Homeward to doing something about that problem. My guest in studio is noted speaker and author, Danny Holland, and we're going to talk about some practical ways we can give our children some encouragement that the years ahead of them can be filled with hope. Helping your kids map their future is our theme today on Homeward, so keep it right here.
0: From the studios at the Homeward Center for Youth and Family on the campus of Azusa Pacific University, welcome to Homeward with parenting and family expert Dr. Jim Burns. I'm Roger Marsh. Helping your kids map their future will be our theme today and on the next edition of the Homeward Broadcast as well, a two-part conversation with Danny Holland. And I think about kids and mapping future and realizing that this is the time of year right now when a lot of kids are thinking about, uh, you know, they're wanting to hear back from colleges, they're thinking about applying to colleges, and and, uh, we wanted to help map their future when it comes to educational opportunities please consider Azusa Pacific University in the mix. You can learn more when you go to apu.edu or just write to us at Homeward, and we'll be happy to share that information with you. How do kids map their future in a world that says, the sky's the limit, you can do whatever you want to? Let's talk about that right now. Here's Jim. Welcome to Homeward. I'm Jim Burns.
1: Danny Holland with us. We're talking about helping your kids map their future. Great conversation we're going to have today. Danny Holland is founder of Parent and Teen Universities Incorporated. He's a former executive director of True Lies Ministries, sought-after speaker, author, including a great book called Reaching Teens in Their Natural Habitat. He is the proud father of two sons. Danny lives with his family in Virginia. You know, the average person has, well, You're not going to believe this, but probably five hours per day to invest in the things we truly treasure. And the sooner our kids learn this fact, the sooner they can start living up to their God-given potential. Today, we're talking about How do we help our kids map their future? How do we give them purpose in life? And Danny's written a great book called You Are Here, A Straight Shooting Guide to Mapping Your Future. And it's actually a book for kids, and it's a book for uh, young adults. And yet we're going to talk to parents and grandparents today about how we can help, as parents especially, our kids develop purpose in life. Danny, welcome back to our program. Hey, thank you. You were on previously with another program, but how do you help kids find purpose in life? I mean, some kids are really into that.
2: Some kids aren't at all. Yeah, some kids really don't see the need for it, and they're kind of disconnected, and they do whatever feels fun at the time. Um, it's very, very important for parents that we, um, first of all, that we we really take the time to study them, to find out what it is that's, that's active in their life, what gives them energy, what do they really feel moved by. Start to examine those type of things and really see what direction they're heading in life. You know, we can attach then the the importance of purpose to that because um, that's kind of where the direction is in their heart, the things they're enjoying, the things God's kind of moving them toward. When we start seeing that direction, we can start to teach them some of the deeper reasons. Because purpose is the why. It's really the why are you doing different things? Why do you have gifts in your life? Um, how they're going to achieve their purpose is more of the gift end of it. So making the difference between those two is really crucial for them. and. What's hard is, you know,
1: your kids are younger. They're not teenagers yet. I'm kind of just moving out of the teenage years. Roger and Ben have teenagers. And it's kind of different because some kids are really into thinking about purpose, and some are just thinking about what they're going to do on Friday right? and, you know, how to get out of school. How do you help a kid who doesn't have the motivation to think about purpose? And the parents are absolutely focused on this. Yeah. But the kids aren't. I mean, how do you move
2: them along the road? Well, you first, you got to start out by knowing where they're at. What is really in their heart? What are they really doing right now that brings them joy that really helps them connect and when you see where they're at and the things they get a lot of fulfillment from even now we can start to kind of coach them along the way and say wow this is good you know but down the road there's a reason there's something you're supposed to be doing with your life that's even greater than this a lot of kids who are very distracted by uh, the the immediate pleasure don't necessarily see the long-term goal i'll give you an example i worked with a boy named john wallace john's a great great kid unbelievable. When, he, when he'd when he go in the weight room, it'd be 30 minutes before everybody else was in there. After everybody left, he'd still be working out. I mean, he just pushed himself harder than anybody I've ever seen, you know, and just finally I came to him. I said, John, what is it with you? Why are you so passionate? And, uh, you know, you, and he said, well, I just want to get in this one military school. It's a great school. And um, my dad went there and, and I thought, well, you know, there's a lot of good military schools. You're probably going to get in, you know, I mean, you're, but you're you're just so passionate. He said, well, you don't understand where I came from. He said, I'm a direct descendant of William Wallace. And here he was, this uh, this descendant of a great liberator. You know, he saw his life differently. He didn't see his life as just, I want to join the military. He saw his life even greater and saying, listen, I am I could be a liberator of a nation. So when we start to see the interests of our kids and we start to attach it with an eternal purpose, there's something that God created you specifically to do. And it's not something you're going to hate. It's something you're already kind of an active and moving toward. We can link those two, and that's going to bring them uh, closer to it, and it's going to bring them. It's going to really pique their attention. That's good. You say
1: that while we may not be called to greatness as our world defines it, each of us has been designed
2: for excellence. Talk about the difference there. Well, greatness seems to be uh, notoriety. It seems to be um, being well known and making a, making this uh, huge, huge mark for everyone to see. You know, but we see things done excellent. No matter what it is, the purpose we have inside of us, we see it done right. We'll see Our kids will see things right now, and they'll say, wow, that's really done poorly. This could be done better. This could be done—and they'll start to see things. But they, inside of us, we have something. We have, we have a, a, an implant, a hard—you uh, know, a, just an implant inside of us that, that shows us what's done just directly from the heart of God. Something done excellent. You know, and God has that level inside of us of excellence that He wants to achieve, that plan and that purpose. So we can live a life that is absolutely excellent in the eyes of God and excellent on earth, accomplishing great things, even though it may not have the notoriety that we may have thought. Uh, originally that we may have in our life at one point.
1: Well, you know, I think a lot of times parents will say, I want you to be great. I want you to be a doctor and make a lot of money. I mm-hmm. want you to be an attorney and make a lot of money. And then they say, well, I'm thinking about going into youth ministry. or I want to be, you know, a teacher for poor kids or maybe even a missionary. And they're going, oh, no, we want you to love God, but not that much. They equate success spelled M-O-N-E-Y. Right. But you don't think that's the answer, do you?
2: No, I sure don't. You know, it's it's so easy for, uh, for kids to grow up and think, well, I need to get a good education to get in a— good college, and then I can make, get a good job and put my kids in a good school, in a good neighborhood, and just perpetuate this cycle. But inside, there's a craving for something more. Inside, there's an emptiness with that. And as adults, sometimes we can numb ourselves to it. And say, well, you know, this is this is this is good, and it, it can be a good life. We can definitely achieve some purpose from God, but there's always something greater. And when our kids often look back and they have a passion in their heart, it may not be something that we value and, and think is so so important, but it might be the start of that journey. You know, purpose is a journey. It's not just an end destination. You know, we as we move along we navigate our life, we begin to see God use us in different ways. We begin to to capture a different heart for God. You know, we struggle. We go through suffering. We go through hard times. And God reveals himself to us. You know, he's such a romantic. God wants to just, in a creative way, just reveal himself to us. And that journey, that purpose will take us down the path where he'll do that. And it really will capture the essence of what God has for us and take us closer to the destination.
1: Now, when you're talking about this destination, you are encouraging kids to plot their course with purpose. Right. And let's take a kid. And how are you going to help them do that? How are you going to actually be intentional about that in terms of plotting that course? And again, sometimes I think parents, the mistake they make is they say, I want you to be a certain thing, and I'm going to send you in that direction when, in right. fact, that's not where their gifts are.
2: Well, and if you take a round peg and try to cram in a square hole, you're going to have... Uh, You know, it's not going to fit. When we take a kid and we try to cram them into a hole they're not designed for, or fit into a mold of lifestyle or a career that they're not designed for. Uh, what we'll have is survival mode. There'll be struggle, survival. But when we put that round peg in the round hole, we put the child into the in situation where they're really thriving and they're in the direction they're supposed to be going. And it'll just release creativity. You know, so the question isn't having them have a good life as much as what is it that their purpose is on, on earth. You know, what is it that makes a difference? You know, I was at the beach yesterday, looking at all the sand all over the beach. Every time I see it, I think the same thing. Look at that one grain of sand and think, this is the one chance I have to make an impact. You know, what is that impact? Do we really want our kids to leave earth one day and just have done well? Or do we want our kids to have made that eternal impact? You know, so that's what we need to really capture and we need to have our kids capture is that they're created for an eternal purpose and they got one shot and they can make it happen and they can make that mark. They are genetically perfect for what God called them to do. You know, And we need to let them be raised in their uniqueness and launch them out into that. It's a great comment. It's a desire for all of us as parents. It's not easy
1: because sometimes our kids aren't going along with this. They're just trying to play video games
0: and deal with some of the media. You're an expert in youth culture. I want to talk about that when we come back. Danny Holland with us today here on the Homeward Broadcast. We're talking about helping your kids map their future. Danny's written a book called You Are Here, and we have that up on our website today at homeward.com. If you go to the radio broadcast tab... And hit that. You'll find uh, the programs listed for the schedule here. You can also take a look at upcoming broadcasts as well. And you'll see Danny's name is Hotkeyed. You can click on that and learn more about his writing and his ministry as well. Uh, speaking of the programs that are upcoming, a lot of times uh, we have people who podcast along with us. And Ben and I put these programs together in advance for the podcast audience. So you can jump a couple of days ahead in the schedule if you like to. Uh, they, they deliver every day. But, I mean, you, you can guarantee you're not going to miss a single program. And you can even go back and listen to previous programs, too. If you've got them all downloaded into your MP3 player, your iPod, or whatever you use to listen to the program that way. And we encourage you to go to Homeward.com, hit the radio broadcast tab, look for the podcast button. It'll take you right to our site on iTunes, and then you can go ahead and podcast along with us as well. More from Jim in just a moment as Homeward continues.
1: I'm Jim Burns with today's Homeward Snapshot. You know, one of the best gifts you can give your child is praise.
0: Heather, that's great. Looks like all that hard work really paid off.
1: I am so proud of you, Tina. Making the honor roll is quite an achievement. Of course, it's helpful if the praise is for something praiseworthy. I mean, you aren't really doing your child any favors if you lie to them. Heather, this science project is terrific. I think it belongs in the Smithsonian.
0: Oh, you'll have a prom date in no time, Tina. You're the most beautiful girl in the entire junior class. Praise
1: and affirmation are strong, motivating factors in a kid's life. So praise early and praise often. So, Dad, what do you think of my new painting? Well, uh, Heather, it's uh, just another reminder of what a great uh, singer you are. Daddy. Just remember to keep it real, okay? For a free copy of my tip sheet called Seven Tips for Building Better Relationships with Your Kids, go to Homeward.com. I'm Jim Burns. Welcome back. I'm Jim Burns, Danny Holland with us today, youth culture expert. Helping your kids map their future is a very important topic that we're talking about today. Danny Holland has studied youth culture professionally for two decades, certified instructor for law enforcement officers in the Commonwealth of Virginia. I like that word, Roger, Commonwealth instead of the state of Virginia. Founder of Parent and Teen Universities, Incorporated, also former executive director of True Lies. He's the father of two sons, lives with his family in Williamsburg, Virginia. We're here in the studio in beautiful Southern California today. Welcome back to the program. Great. Uh, We were talking through the issues of wanting our kids to have purpose. It's what all of us have in our heart, I think, for our kids. And yet, it seems to me that there's lots of obstacles today. And you're a youth culture expert. And so, you know, you've got anything from the cell phone getting in the way to Facebook sometimes getting in the way to all these other things that are just bombarding kids. I see these as some of the obstacles. How are these obstacles in the youth culture actually hurting kids from finding purpose.
2: There's a couple different levels of obstacles that are, that are crucial because there's a lot of media, a lot of influence. There's a lot of voices telling them what to do. They've got constantly have voices speaking in their life saying, this is what you need to be. This is what you need to be. You're not adequate. You know, you need to rise to adequacy. You know, your, your teeth are brown. You need to whiten them and then you'll be adequate. They tell our kids to rise to adequacy where God designed them to be exceptional, not to be adequate. You know, so a lot of voices speaking at them uh, are, are very difficult for them to mediate and just navigate. So they try to go through a lot of these voices and deal with them, and it can be very, very difficult. But another thing is, is we've got to also help our kids to prune. You know, they've got so many opportunities and things in their life. But like a tree, they've only got enough sap and energy to really be successful at the ones they were designed to be successful in. So helping them learn how to prune their life, how to get rid of things that are not bearing fruit in their life is an essential tool that we need to kind of model for them and and teach them how to do in their own life. So these are ways that we can really help them kind of stay focused. And it's you know, we can often as parents look at media, look at different things and say, "Well, this is good or this is bad." But we need to teach them to have that discerning eye too. to and they need to know there are certain friends that will take you further from your purpose, the reason you're here, there are certain friends who will bring you closer. So we can help them mediate these areas and help them start to uh, navigate themselves. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And the friendship thing is obviously huge with teens and preteens.
1: A kid is maybe hanging around the wrong kind of friends. And parents would have a deep desire for them to have better friends because they get what you're saying. What suggestions do you give to the parents?
2: Well, the best best thing to do is, um, again, pick the battles that you want to fight. But at the same point, surround them with friends, opportunities to have friends that are that are positive. Make sure they're at the right events, uh, good youth group events, church events. Surround them with friends who are going in a very similar direction. In other words, you may not have to get to choose their friends, but you may get to choose the circle that they choose them from. So kind of go around the back door and say, listen, I'm going to surround them in a situation. I'm going to set them up to win. I'll give you a great example. In Virginia, we have a thing called Beach Week. Right after school lets out, kids go to these beach houses and in North Carolina, and they, they just party. It is just uh, an awful situation. Well, I was working in school with this girl, and I see her come through the commons, and my first thought was, it was the end of the school year, I'm thinking, oh, she's going to go to Beach Week. Here's a girl with some just character and just a modest girl, and I'm thinking, oh, man, what's going to happen to Beach Week? So I stop her, and I say, hey, you're graduating, and she was excited, and I said, are you going to Beach Week? And she said, no, a funny thing happened. And I was wondering, well, what would happen? She said, my mom accidentally planned a mother-daughter shopping trip to Manhattan on the same time. (laughs) And I thought, accidental. Here's a mom who's saying, I'm not even going to fight this battle. I'm going to set them up to win. So uh, if we can remember to try to think ahead and uh, not get tunnel vision by the the immediate threat, but to go and say, how can we set them up to win in this
1: situation? It's a great idea. That's actually a very, very good idea. Now, you've identified four possible scenarios that we're likely to encounter as we kind of move through this process. Likely scenarios that kids in some ways will have, but as parents, we have to understand this. The first one you
2: call predictable outcomes. Talk about that. Yeah, predictable outcomes are things that are likely to happen. Um, you know, if they study for an exam, they're likely to do better. You know, this is an outcome that we that are high percentage. Kids are likely to make good choices in certain areas. They're going to reap benefits in certain areas. Those are things that we are good at trying to help kids navigate, and we're very good at helping kids try to typically go in that direction. And we start very young with brushing your teeth, and it's just the simplest things. But we're trying to teach good habits that are going to take kids in the right direction, and that really is the uh, predictable outcome.
1: Good. And that makes a lot of sense. And we can't just talk about brushing our teeth because we taught our kids that right, early. Right. But it's the other thing, saving money, making wise decisions. Exactly. A lot of this, what we're talking about today in terms of helping them find purpose is really helping them have excellent decision-making skills.
2: And that's just it because the, a lot of the people I've studied that have been very successful, they haven't made huge decisions right. They right. haven't had the best of circumstances from birth. What they've done is they've made thousands of tiny decisions right. And that's really the best thing we can do is we can teach our kids how to live wisely and teach them how to make those small decisions right. They're going to have an easier path along this journey. Yeah, you know, way too
1: often, I think you're exactly right. I read that in your book. We are thinking that they need to make this one big decision, but yet really it's thousands of tiny little decisions. When I'm speaking to students and I still get that privilege sometimes, I'll say the decisions you make today will affect you for the rest of your life. Now that is all the parents are going, yeah, Kids don't get that, right. but yet somehow we have to help them think through that. Another scenario that we can run into is what you call positive results. So, how do we help them understand that process?
2: Positive results are key because um, we can begin to have the attitude that no matter what happens, we can be optimistic, we can kind of take them in the right direction, and we can help our kids do that. Um, in other words, knowing that no matter what you encounter, it'll eventually shape you, it's going to help you. Um, hone different things and skills, and having them go that way. So even if something's negative, they can see the positive result that's going to come from it. Uh, that attitude adjustment even is a is a big difference for kids. A lot of kids struggle with that. They'll see difficulty and want to give up and say, "I can't do this. I can't make it." Um, a lot of our kids have given up on their dreams, given up on their purpose. Um, I look back at kids who are abusing chemicals, almost without failure. I could I could mark the year they started using drugs is the year they gave up on their purpose and said, I just can't, I'm not going to fulfill my life's purpose. And, you know, it, what's amazing about that is that, um, you know, we often use the, that we combat drugs by saying they're going to ruin your life. You know, and what's this kid thinking? He's thinking it's already ruined. You know, he's already given up on that. So uh, the best drug proofing, poor decision making we can possibly do is to, is to bolster that purpose. You know, when they, when they see, look, your marriage will serve a purpose one day. You know, suddenly abstinence isn't just saying no to something that everybody says is fun. Now it's suddenly, this will protect my purpose one day. That's good. That's very good. Potential hazards is another one. There's hidden variables along the roadway. There's uh, two kinds of variables, ignorant variables and hidden variables. You know, the ignorant ones are just mistakes you make and you think, wow, now I've got consequences to deal with. Well, there are ones that are specifically hidden, things that pop up that you don't know. It might be failures, some kind of struggle, um, but... But these are these are hard to to kind of manage in a lot of cases. They come up out of nowhere. But when you know ahead of time that you're going to face these, you know you're going to have variables come in. And when we train our kids to be able to handle those variables, train them how to deal with things that are not ideal, suddenly they have a new level of skill that as the, as their outcomes kind of take different roads, they know, hey, no matter what happens, I'm going to be able to handle this. So equipping them with the skill to be able to handle these is is crucial. It's something parents have got to do if our kids are going to survive some of the difficult things they'll eventually run into.
0: Well, that is great input. Thank you for being with us. You've got to come back so we can keep talking. Oh, I'd love to. And that concludes Part 1 of Dr. Jim Burns' two-part conversation with author and speaker, Danny Holland here on the Homeward Broadcast we've been talking about helping your kids map their future Danny is the author of the outstanding book on this topic called You Are Here and we've got a link up to it on our website today at Homeward.com along with a variety of other materials that you can take a look at Um, the materials that we most of the materials that we put up on Homeward.com are available without cost there are a couple of Jim's books that are for sale and some other resources that do have a cost but uh, we're grateful for your prayers and faithful financial support Jim want to circle back around here at the end Uh, I know that you have a comment that you'd like to make about something that Danny shared earlier in the broadcast. Take our final moments together and talk about that. I want to focus on something that Danny said. He talked about training. You know,
1: in the scripture, one of the key scriptures here at Homeward is, train up a child in the way that they would go, and they will return to it. And John Ortberg talks a lot about training or trying, training versus trying. And sometimes we don't, as parents, think of ourselves as trainers, but we are. And we've got to help our kids by training them. For example, I was going to tell you a story. I was speaking at Saddleback Church, just a little tiny church here in Southern California. And my good friend, Doug Fields, who is a very special person in my life, was there and then he invited me to dinner. So I'm at dinner with Doug and Kathy and their three wonderful kids. And I said to Doug, I said, your kids are amazing. You know, they look me in the eye, they shake my hand, they give me a hug, they were polite, they had great manners, they had all these things. Now, I'm sure at home, sometimes that's not the case. I said, how do you guys do that? He said, well, we we actually train them. We practice this at home. And so, of course, I went home and said to my girls, okay, now we're going to have training time. And they're like, Dad, this is silly. But you know what? What I realized, what I was missing in that, in just a small way, but it really deals with the purpose that we're talking about today, is as parents, we sometimes just have to teach them. You know, we sometimes expect our kids to know how to eat right, know how to speak right, know how to study right. And you know what? It takes training. So what I want you to do as a couple, if you're married, if you're single, then team up with somebody else and have this kind of conversation. But what I want you to do is I actually want you to write down a list of what you hope your kids can be taught by the time they graduate from high school. They may be just basic, simple things, but moving toward a purpose, and then take the time to say, you know what, this may sound silly, but you know I'm going to spend four or five minutes. Don't spend too long because they're going to think it's a lecture then, but just a few minutes in terms of training them to make some right and wise decisions. We talked about today decision-making is key, and sometimes parents are so busy in the midst of sort of just doing it, we parent by circumstance and chance, and we need to to help our kids make right and wise decisions that will last a lifetime, but we need to train them to do that.
0: And we need intentionality. And as parents, we can understand what it's like for kids today in the modern culture by reading Dr. Jim Burns' book, Teenology The Art of Raising Great Teenagers. It's going to help you a lot in terms of helping your kids figure out who they are and how they map their future. Dr. Jim Burns' outstanding book, Teenology, is available for purchase in our Homeward Online Resource Center. As a matter of fact, it's there like all of Jim's books are, and uh, they're available wherever Christmas books are sold. But as I mentioned often on the program, if you order Teenology by Dr. Jim Burns directly from Homeward, a portion of the proceeds goes to supporting our ministry, and we truly appreciate that financial support. So you can contact us at homeward Homeward.com is the best place, probably the easiest way to get through correctly. You can also write to us or call. Uh, please let us know where you're listening to. That's always very, very helpful if you're listening online, if you podcast with us, or you're listening to us on the radio. Thanks for including that info as well.
1: Thanks, Roger, and thank you for your ongoing prayers and your financial support to make it possible for us to bring you great programs like today's program. Uh, your partnership also enables us to extend the reach of Homeward into areas like our events, Publications, online ministries, our daily evotional and monthly parenting newsletter. And if you don't know about that, then I encourage you to go to Homeward.com. We appreciate your financial support, especially today. We could use it. And we're not looking just for people to support us once. We want a growing number of people to come alongside the Homeward movement. Let's make a difference in families together. And obviously, you can give us a call. Roger gives the number often. You can go to Homeward.com and get all the information you need to become a part of the Homeward movement. Uh, financial family in many ways, you're helping us reach out, not just here in the United States, but around the world. Until next time, I'm Jim Burns. Thanks for listening
0: today to Homeward. Homeward with Jim Burns is a production of the Homeward Center for Youth and Family at Azusa Pacific University.